Entrepreneur on Fire 719. The most inspiring stories from today's most successful entrepreneurs. Join John Lee Dumas and today's Entrepreneur on Fire. Did you know at lynda.com you can watch video course content on your computer, laptop, or mobile device? Get access to the entire library for free for seven days by visiting lynda.com slash fire. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash fire. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use offer code FIRE. Who's ready to rock today, Fire Nation? John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Jared Kleinert. Jared, are you prepared to ignite? Hell yeah. Let's do it. (laughs) All right. Jared is an 18-year-old entrepreneur, startup employee, TEDx speaker, blogger, and co-author of the upcoming book, Two Billion Under 20, How Millennials Are Redefining Success, Breaking Down Barriers, and Changing the World. Along with the book, he helps lead a community of inspirational young people who refuse to believe that age is a barrier to achieving greatness. Jared, I've given Fire Nation just a little insight, so take a minute and share a little bit more about you both on the biz and personal side yeah so thank you for the introduction yeah. uh right now we're working on two billion under 20 it's forthcoming from st martin's press and the book will be out next may uh super excited i've been working with another young entrepreneur uh, her name is stacy ferrera and i'm also launching or i've launched a new product project called the gap beer experiment where i'm helping people take control of their of their own education um, through the ultimate learning journey. So that's at gapyearexperiment.com. That's been really fun. Um, on the personal side, I've been traveling around a little bit. I'm based in Florida right now, but tend to go all over the place. Love traveling, love driving with the windows down and the stereo up and just having a blast with life. So thank you for having me on your show. Jared, I really appreciate you taking the time to kind of give us, you know, a little overview of where you're at in the world right now and, you know, the direction that you're going and the inspiration that you are really just imparting upon our youth, you know, the the millennials and, and below even. I think we were talking a little bit about Generation Z before we started, so we'll have to dive into that. But before we really get crazy into your journey, we always start with a success quote. So give us that mantra, Jared. I know you actually have two and then kind of share why these words, these phrases, these meanings are important to you. Yeah. So I I went over ambitious. I got too prepared (laughs) uh, for the show. Um, My first one was hard work beats natural talent when natural talent doesn't work hard. And I I don't remember who to attribute that that to, but that kind of goes two ways. Um, If you're beginning I look at it as outworking everyone so that you can beat the people who maybe are more talented but aren't actually working that hard. And then once you've been successful or are on your way, don't stop working hard. Otherwise, the next hungry kid or the next hungry person is going to take your spot. And then the second one is to give anything less than your best is to sacrifice the gift. And that's from Steve Prefontaine. And this is one of the quotes that my first mentor in life actually gave to me. Uh, he was one of my basketball coaches growing up. And this one means to me that you know we all have a gift in this world and that if we're not giving our work, giving our life, you know, everything we got, 
then we're sacrificing that gift we were given. You know, so if I've been given the gift of being able to lead a community of young, ambitious, crazy millennials, uh, for me to sleep in or for me to not take care of my health is sacrificing that gift and that leadership ability. So there's there's people that can be influenced by my work, and I owe them everything to make sure I work my ass off. Now, you know, Jared, it's been a very consistent theme throughout the past 718 interviews of Entrepreneur on Fire is that my past guests, although they're all successful and they're all really inspiring, they're not all born with these God-given talents. They're just not natural public speakers or, you know, natural computer programmers. It's like they work hard. They decided to sit down and just focus and do the work necessary to get to where they wanted to be. That's a very consistent topic. That's why I love that first quote that you shared. And I'm just stoked for you, Jared, because at your age to have realized that is just going to pay unbelievable dividends throughout your life. And because, you know, listen, it's just not going to come with a snap of the fingers. And, you know, through success comes significance, but you're never going to get to that success part first if you're not willing to sacrifice on many levels. So, Jared, let's kind of keep this theme going forward of working hard, of sacrificing, of focusing on health, on fitness, and just on self as we talk about you and your journey. And specifically, one story right now of a time that you did fail, Jared, of a time that you maybe even worked your butt off because that doesn't guarantee success, but it's your story, Jared. Take us to that moment in time and share with us the lessons you learned. Yeah. So I always like to go back to the beginning of my entrepreneurial journey, uh, which was when I was 15, I started this site or tried to start a site called nowigetit.com. Um, like, oh, now I get it. <laughs> Had this idea for a site that allowed you to access tutors from around the world via web chat, which seemed like a pretty decent idea at the time, and tried to raise a few thousand dollars for it from family and friends. Uh, had someone helping me with internet stuff, but I didn't really know anything of what I was doing. And I made every single business mistake you can think of. You know, I was undercapitalized. I didn't know the technology behind what I was building. I didn't really look at the competition too well. Um, the biggest mistake I made was poor mentor selection. And this was actually, you know, pretty scary at the time, but I laugh it off now and I'm glad it happened. Um, but my first business mentor was actually my mom's ex-boyfriend, um, or my mom's boyfriend at the time. And he had gone to prison for a securities fraud on Wall Street, I found out later. So I, I had like the Wolf of Wall Street type mentor <laughs> <laughs> as my first business mentor. Um, and I, you know, I laugh it off now because it makes for great stories. And if I'm on a panel discussion and, and end with that, people are just confused and laughing and whatever. Um, but I'm really glad it happened because it made me focus really hard on surrounding myself with amazing people, both from a mentor level, from a partner level, from a peer level. And from that, I was able to go out into the world, get amazing you know, mentors in life. Uh, when I was 16, I was reading an article in Forbes called The Most Connected Man You Don't Know in Silicon Valley. It was about this guy, David Hassel, who was the CEO of 15.5. And I ended up reaching out to him, offered to work for free in exchange for his mentorship, and was working for 15.5 for a total of two years um, and learned an incredible amount there. And and nowadays, you know, I have a ton of mentors from all different walks of life who are at the top of their game or were at the top of their game. And I surround myself with incredible people 
at my age and older. Um, and I think a lot of that happened because I was so disappointed and uh, I felt betrayed after that first experience. So, you know, all the other mistakes I made business-wise, I am learning or have learned. Um, and we'll continue to make some of those mistakes, obviously. But the biggest one was the poor mentor selection. Um, and, and that's I'm really glad I made that mistake at 15 because it's really helped grow my life now and for the rest of my life. No, it's an important mistake to make and identify early on because, again, it's something that we're all going to go through. We're all not exactly going to know the direction we want to take. We don't really have that many connections or relationships to begin with. And poor mentor selection, you know, is very common. But, you know, the reality is, is that you identified it at a certain point and you were able to move past it. And I mean, David Hassel is a great example of an incredible mentor. He's actually a past guest of Entrepreneur on Fire. So I got the pleasure of hearing his journey. Yeah, he's he's incredible. Um, and relationship building has actually become like one of my or probably my secret sauce and my zone of genius, as David likes to call it. Um, that's why I reached out to him. Um, I also had the opportunity to work with Keith Ferrazzi for the last few months, uh, helped him promote Never Eat Alone, Expanded and Updated and have stayed on as a consultant for his company. Uh, so he's like the king of relationship building. And you know, between those two guys and a few other people I've met along the way, um, I've really turned that failure story into my biggest strength. Um, so it, I think it's so important to like not get discouraged by those early failures um, and, and really have some awareness from them and utilize it for the future. No, absolutely. And that's kind of why I want you to take a second now and, and share with us, Jared, some criteria that you would recommend Fire Nation, our listeners, applying when they're going off and searching for their mentor. Age isn't the biggest thing, but someone who's more experienced th- than you, which comes with age. Um, I look for someone that is where I want to be, you know, 5, 10, 15 years down the road. Um, I look to have people in my life as mentors who offer different points of view because I don't always think the right way or I don't think um, or I think in one way and there's multiple disciplinaries and multiple viewpoints that I can add to my problem or my situation and that's super helpful. Um, Having mentors like David or um, Keith gives you a lot of access to certain people so if they're a super connector, if they're well connected in a certain field, that's a bonus. And uh, you know, someone who's going to be really honest with me, and and vice versa, who I can be very open and honest with, because it, it should be a two way street as well. Um, they shouldn't also, you know, they shouldn't just feel good about helping you as a mentee. You know, I also look to provide value up front or along the way. So if I can work for someone like David or Keith and help build their companies and their missions, or if I can feature someone in Huffington Post, or if I can do anything that provides someone else value. Um, that's a good way to, to go about things and, and have that transparency necessary to have the, the real conversations that drive personal growth. That value exchange is so critical, Fire Nation. I really want to highlight that. And Jared, you are a master of that. I mean, that is another one of your zones of genius where you really get the importance of adding value, not just always being out there and asking, asking, asking. It needs to be this this exchange of value where both people are walking away better for that exchange. And you know, there's many ways that Jared's found that he can add value in Fire Nation. There's definitely ways that you can add value through your zone of genius. And you know, this has already come up once, and I just kind of love this phrase, and I'd love to kind of break down for Fire Nation what exactly you mean by zone of genius. 
Yeah, so I gotta I gotta attribute this to David too, and I don't know if he mentioned this in his interview, but we were talking about it, and it's kind of the area where your passions and your skills intersect. You know, so for me, I I, I say my zone of genius is bringing people together to accomplish bigger things for society, and once I knew that zone of genius. Um, that's attributed or contributed to a lot of areas of my life. So I noticed that any project I've worked on in the past has had some sort of community element to it, and I'm able to really maximize that. Um, I'm able to bring together my mentors into something that does something better for society, whether that's my projects or whether that's the collective work that we do. Um, same with two billion under twenty, being able to bring together all these incredibly talented people out of their silos and into an area of a, you know, a we space where everyone's working together on a bigger problem. Um, all these things contribute to my, you know, specific zone of genius. And if you're looking for yours, I would say make a list of your passions, make a list of your skills, consult with people around you to figure out if those are indeed a in or aligned with what's true, you know, so you might identify skills of your own and then your dad or your mom or your coworker might identify other skills that you may not have thought of. Um, and then once you do a little bit of that work, you can even do something as specific as a strengths finders test or a Colby a index to add to your research, um, start pairing stuff together and you'll be able to narrow it down to a sentence or two of what your zone of genius is. Zone of genius. Love it, Jared. And let's do a shift now. Let's go to the other end of the spectrum of this journey that you're taking us through, which is your life. And this time, tell us a story of a light bulb, of an aha moment that you've had. And then Jared, walk us through the steps that you took after having that idea to turn it into success. The best one is how 2 billion under 20 got started. Uh, so I was trying to hustle my way into the Teal Fellowship Program in 2012, which I don't know if your listeners know what that is, but every year Peter Teal from PayPal fame gives 20 kids under 20 years old $100,000 to drop out of school and pursue their business or their <laughs> science endeavors. It's very radical. Um, bring it back to 2012, I was found out about this program, hustling my ass off to try and get in, and made my way to their... Uh, Teal Foundation Summit, which was in November of 2012, and had an incredible week uh, or weekend, met a ton of incredibly ambitious young people, actually met Stacy there in a, in a New York City subway. Um, and there was one specific talk that I heard that started 2 billion under 20. Um, and I was actually supposed to miss this talk because it was the final talk of the summit. I had a plane to catch. So I said goodbye to all my new friends, walked out of the venue, um, and thankfully got a, a notification on my phone that said the flight was delayed. So I walked back in and proceeded to listen to the final talk of the summit, which, um, to summarize, was that there was 20 kids selected for the fellowship each year. There was about 200 people in the room that day, yet there were 2 billion people in the world at or under 20 years old. And we were challenged on the spot to spread the virus and get more young people to do incredible things with their lives. So that idea sat in my head until about February of 2013. So three months later, um, was thinking about how to utilize crowdsourcing in other creative ways because my company at the time was called Synergist and it was crowdsourcing for social entrepreneurship. 
So I was thinking about other ways to use crowdsourcing, and it hit me that bringing together um, really incredible stories of young people in order to empower this two billion under twenty would be an incredible use of crowdsourcing. So you know, in the shower, actually, you know, yes. two billion under twenty was born, and uh, and March of two thousand thirteen messaged the Teal Foundation group, and within half an hour, I had you know fifty likes on my thread, sixty comments. Stacy had reached out and, and we had decided to partner and it was off and, and it's grown into the book that's coming out next year and the bigger online community that I'm really proud of. So one thing that I'm taking out of this, Jared, that I love is the magic of thinking big, which by the way, Fire Nation is an amazing book, but that's you, Jared. You have this ability to think big. You're not starting something that's called two under 20. I mean, it's two billion <laughs> under 20, which is huge, you know, shoot for the moon, Fire Nation. And if you miss, you've landed among the stars. And I mean, Jared thinks big. I found something really, really powerful about this. And I call them moon missions. So we have, we have two moon missions with 2 billion under 20, at least to start. And, and one is to get 2 billion people in the world under 20 to act on their passions in life. The second is to unite them all in solving the world's most pressing problems. And then the third one is the other 5 billion um, but those are moon missions. Like getting two billion people to do anything is is really hard. <laughs> That's a lot of people. Um, but what I found is that having these moon missions, uh, if you're acting on them genuinely and taking steps to solve them, even if they're really small steps, um, people rally behind that stuff. And it's, it's something that if I'm at an event or I'm trying to reach out to someone and those are my moon missions. They're going to take notice because it's not, oh, I'm trying to make six figures doing internet marketing or, oh, I'm trying to sell this product that 99 other people are selling. It's, I'm literally trying to change the world. I have this moon mission and yeah, I might not be Richard Branson and, and have his social cloud or capital to solve this, but I am taking genuine steps and I'm really genuine about these moon missions. So having moon missions um, and acting on them very genuinely has been uh, tremendously powerful for me and, and for other people I've seen. Well, Jared, let's take your moon missions and let's take your journey thus far and bring it to present times and talk about the one thing that has you most fired up today. The book launch next year. Uh, I'm really, really fired up about that. Not only because I've been telling people about it for a year now um, or a year and a half, but it's actually happening. We are, you know, putting the steps in place to hopefully have a killer marketing launch and maybe even hit the list, maybe not. But that book launch is going to be the start and the ignition uh, to use EO Fire terminology. <laughs> Lingo. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the the launch point for so many things that Stacy and I have. Uh, in our heads and and even in the works as far as things we want to do post book launch. So, you know, we've always used this idea of a book um, in order to grab media's attention, grab readers' attention, and then lure them into our bigger and better plans for the future, which could include launching offline meetup groups to help ambitious young people find passionate peers around them. Uh, there'll be some sort of online platform where we can start connecting people to mentors and opportunities and each other, um, licensing the brand out so it can grow faster than two people can manage it, and then launching 
you know, various nonprofit and for-profit initiatives under this two billion under un, under twenty umbrella. Um, you know, there's so many different angles we can take this from, um, but we're really focusing on having a really killer book launch so that a lot of that's possible, and and that's what I'm really excited about because that's what we've been talking about and planning for for a long time. And you know, as you know from probably your own experience and and definitely the experience of your past. Um, Yes, you know, the actual book won't make you a lot of money and, you know, it's it's not even worth the time for the money exchange unless you're a seven-figure author. And by that, I mean you get a seven-figure advance for your books. Um, but it's just the, the things you can do with a book and a successful one post-launch um, is what I'm really excited about. And so Fire Nation wanted to kind of follow along and, you know, be aware of exactly what was going on in the launch. What would they do? They can go to our website, uh, 2billionunder20.com, the number two and the number 20. Um, and they could receive book updates by following our email. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. If, if you search 2 billion under 20, you'll find it. Or you can look me up. You can look up Gap Your Experiment. Um, one of the exper- experiments in my new project gap year experiment is to launch a New York times bestselling book and in the process, learn how to market anything. Uh, so that's, that's actually one of the experiments in my second project. Uh, so there's a bunch of different ways you can find it. Uh, we pretty much own that web space and, uh, I'm sure as it heats up, you know, December, January, February, you know, it'll start bubbling up on the web and, and hopefully in May, we'll just carpet bag the internet a la Tim Ferriss. And, uh, <laughs> and then you really will be like, shut up, Jared. We get it. Yeah, 2 billion under 20 is coming out. Well, Jared, we are about to enter the lightning rounds. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Creating a successful business takes a lot of hard work, including figuring out how to make your content unique. Wondering where to start? How about with your website and logo? For Entrepreneur on Fire, having a unique website and logo didn't come easy, but I knew if I wanted to make any kind of progress, I had to just start. I won't be perfect the first time around, but having something out there is the only way to be able to improve upon it. Are you ready to just start? Well, with Squarespace, you can. Squarespace offers an all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy easy to create a unique website and logo that will help you stand out from the crowd. With over 20 highly customizable templates for you to choose from and the ability to build around your very own logo, what's not to love? Squarespace also offers a full support team that works 24 hours a day, seven days a week. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use offer code FIRE. That's squarespace.com, offer code FIRE. As entrepreneurs, we like our freedom. Whether you're getting ready to go on a vacation or travel to the next big conference in your industry or niche, it's nice to have access to learning on the go while you're away. That's why I love the advancements in technology I'm seeing from companies like lynda.com. lynda.com offers over 100,000 video tutorials that you can access straight from your mobile device. Ready to tackle some of your biggest struggles while on the go? Now you can. Take advantage of courses on leadership, productivity, and even blogging. Looking to learn some of the programs offered in the Adobe Creative Cloud? Yep, lynda.com has those too. lynda.com offers high quality, easy to follow videos with searchable transcripts, playlists, and taught by the industry experts themselves. I'm excited to share the special offer I worked out with lynda.com to give you access to the entire library free for seven days. Visit lynda.com slash fire. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash fire. 
Jared, welcome to the lightning round, where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Yeah. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? As paradoxical as it may sound, uh, coming from me, my, my age. Um, if I had more awareness at a younger age, I would have started quicker. You know, I, I get jealous of people that start at 15 or 13 or 8, um, like some of the people in 2 billion under 20. Uh, so if I, if I was more aware at 13 than I was at 15, I would have started younger. Well, it's all about perspective, Jared, because I get jealous of people who started at 30 because I was still <laughs> slaving away. <laughs> hey, you're, you're not doing too shabby. <laughs> oh, thank you. What is the best advice, Jared, you've ever received? Everything Napoleon Hill wrote about in The Law of Success has been absolutely huge for me. And I've listened to that book in my car at least five times over. Uh, I prefer it over thinking Grow Rich because it's just three times as big and three times in depth as Think and Grow Rich, but that's been, uh, you know, everything in there is spot on and timeless. Share one of your personal habits, Jared, that you believe contributes to your success. I think it goes back to talking about being of value or service to others. Um, and the biggest reason I've gotten many of the opportunities I've had so far is because I've reached out and been of value or service to others. So, you know, with David, it was working for free for a certain period of time. Same with Keith, actually. I, I helped him promote his book for free before I joined on as a consultant. Um, meeting at, you know, I just did a Huffington Post article where I reached out to a ton of people I wanted to meet and offered to feature them in order to facilitate that introduction. Um, with 2 billion under 20, it's give, 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 so that when the book comes out, we can actually, actually make an ask of the community to um, promote it together. Uh, so it's always been just being a value to other people. Do you have an internet resource, Jared, like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Yeah, uh, Reportive. It's it's a Gmail plugin, and I use it to identify who's emailing me if I don't know them. And the real sneaky ninja trick with that is if you you can use it to guess people's emails as well. So if you type in someone's <laughs> email, um, and there's there's all these email hacks, so you can kind of guess certain uh, formulas for people's emails. But if you get it right, um, there's a good chance that if you scroll over it, Reportive will show you that you're right by showing you their Facebook and Twitter and whatever. So I use that. And then uh, as old school as it sounds, Google Calendar um, made a few mistakes when I was younger about you know misscheduling things and um, pissed off a couple important people by not being on calls or being late. So learned how to use Google Calendar really quickly. Google Calendar is my lifeline, Jared. I am a huge <laughs> fan for all those reasons. And if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be? The Law of Success. By Napoleon Hill. <laughs> By Napoleon Hill. And that might be funny coming from an 18-year-old in 2014, but you know, got to go back to the 1930s to get my book. Well, speaking of going back to the 1930s, have you also listened or read Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill? No. Um, I was actually speaking to Charlie Hohen. I don't know if you've had him on your show no, or not. No, not yet. But I was speaking with him at an event that we spoke at together a couple months back, and he told me to read that. Um, and I recently um, became friends with and was at Greg Reed's event, who um, I, I don't know if he, I think he wrote the book with Sharon Lecter as far as like bringing it back from the Napoleon Hill archives to the masses. 
Um, so I'm actually like really close with the people that brought that <laughs> to the world and still haven't read it. Well, you'll enjoy it. And I actually recommend the audio version because they, they brought like a James Earl Jones on to play the devil. And nice. it was just a really incredible audio version of the book Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill, which for 70 years was locked in the archives because it was considered too controversial. So the law of success, and I'm going to throw in Outwitting the Devil and Fire Nation. If you love audio like both Jared and I do, you can get an amazing audio book like either one of these for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Jared, this next question's the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? In today's day and age, you can build a business for essentially nothing. I mean, you can launch a blog for free. You can launch a podcast for cheap um, or websites or buy stuff and resell it for cheap. So while I was building a new business for essentially nothing and figuring out the highest leverage projects to work on, I'd start researching which people in this new world I should get to know and, and buy them lunch. You know, if, if I was 21, I would buy them drinks, but I can't. So I'd buy them <laughs> lunch or non-alcoholic drinks and, uh, and make new friends with them, make new allies and start collaborating with them. Um, as we've discussed, you know, your relationships are so important and uh, they're the most valuable thing you can create for yourself now. Um, and it can be done in seven days, but that's, uh, that's where I'd start with a laptop and $500. I love it, Jared. And you know, we're pretty similar because when I actually am asked this question, when the tables are turned, I say throw a party. And so since I am over 21, I can actually provide alcohol at this party. And, uh, but you know, food, yeah. whatever it is, <laughs> it's, it's just all about the relationship building. That's what the core of what I would do and what you would do and what so many entrepreneurs would do because they know it's about the relationships. And Jared, let's end today literally on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Find epic mentors and surround yourself with incredible people, um, both peer level, collaborator level, and mentor level, because the people you surround yourself with are so important resource-wise, um, positivity, energy-wise, and just overall having fun epicness-wise. Um, and then the other ones were leave you with where to find me. Um, so if you look up Jared Kleinert online, K-L-E-I-N-E-R-T, you'll find me. Um, like the only Jared Kleinert with a decent web presence. Um, 2 billion under 20 is 2 billion under 20.com. And then again, you know, we're 2 billion on, under 20 uh, for everything online. Gap Your Experiment is the new project that I've been working on. Uh, www.gap.com gapyearexperiment.com. And that should be good. Well, Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you have been hanging out with Jared and myself today. So keep up the heat and go to eofire.com. Just type Jared in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with all of his contact information, book, resource, you name it. It's there. And Jared, thank you for just igniting the airwaves with me today. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Awesome. Thank you, John. 
Fire Nation, are you ready to monetize your podcast? Join Kate and I on our free podcast workshop, and I'll show you the top five ways to do so. Text PARADISE to 38470 to claim your spot today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite.